0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local
1: agent today. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.
2: Welcome to the Tackling Life podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. It's Fan Friday. We love Fan Friday. We get messages from people all over the world, and we are... uh, we love doing this. It's a lot of fun. How are you doing today, Ray?
3: Hey, Doc. I am doing absolutely amazing. I think life is absolutely incredible. I think where I'm standing at right now is absolutely incredible. And I just think you can make up your mind to be as happy as you want to be. And right now, Doc, I'm just as happy as I want to be. So happy Friday to my partner.
2: <laughs> happy Friday. I love it. You know, there was just a study that came out. that were talking about how people's... Um, uh, personalities are contagious and the study focused on young children talking about in preschool and kindergarten, how personalities are contagious, but I think it doesn't even take academic studies to know that personalities are contagious throughout all of life. And I love your cont- I love your contagion. I love what you bring the world. I love the energy. So Man,
3: doc, let me tell you why, because let me, let me look i want to say this with, with with a whole lot of people who's listening right now sooner or later you got to make up in your life to just bottom line say i am gonna be happy no matter what it mm. does not matter i know I look there's ups and downs there's peaks and valleys there's all of these different outlets but then there's something called joy every morning and doc i'm telling you man like you know, these past few days, you know, all the stuff that's been going on, just challenging times um, if, if, listen to this, challenging times if you're guilty of what somebody claims you to be. Mm. It's kind of like the two two things that we're going to talk about today, right? Some of the questions we're going to answer. And, but if you're not, if you're not, then you must rejoice in who you are, despite, (laughs) despite the noise. <laughs> I know.
2: love that. I love that. So I had an interesting experience this week. I'm going to share real quick about I, I had gone out to to look at a potential possibility of a project. And when I got out there, I realized it wasn't the right project for me. And I'm, I'm real glad about the way that things worked out. But it was interesting to me because one of the things that they were looking for is for the therapists to be uh, talk over each other and kind of express real loud opinions over each other and get involved. And I thought, my goodness, I cannot do that. I have to stay true to myself. I have to realize that as a therapist, the last thing in the world I'm going to do is go up and down with my clients. Like my and my job is to be true to me. Like if people are angry, they're angry. If they're sad, they're sad. I need to maintain control of the only person I can control, which is me. So um, it's interesting because when you say that, you're so true. Choose to be happy. So let's let's talk about the, the this uh the questions let's get jump right into the first one because the first one we got a very powerful uh email from brent and i want to i want to read this it, it, listen, brent listened to our podcast on monday and then he said uh, it was about our uh, we talked about getting back to peace and so he wrote us this message he said that our podcast really got to him he's a 42 year old white male from rural iowa and uh, his perspective on everything that's been going on this weekend around football, he says it all It varies. He says, I think these individuals have a right to protest. And he says he has no interest in taking that away. He wonders if the protest is getting the desired results and if it's really even about what Cap started last season. He says it seems to me now that billionaires and millionaires are locked in arms calling it solidarity because a monthly because a mouthly president a mouthy president called them SOBs. And again, as a white rural American perspective, Brent says that he doesn't see what everyone else grew up with as minorities. He sometimes sees kids from poor urban areas who make bad choices as well. And he says, I wonder where the accountability is. He grew up in the poorest county in Iowa with the highest rate of alcohol, with with the highest rate of school dropouts and the highest rate of alcoholism. He says it's not the same, and he understands. Again, this is from Brent. He says, we all have choices to make, and he's made plenty of bad ones, and he doesn't think he's above reproach. But... He says, I wonder why some of these poor families don't move for a better opportunity someplace else. So, again, this is Brent's letter. I want, to, I want to read this. Stick with us. This is powerful. It says, it seems like there's a lot of pressure on these communities. Please understand this isn't a critic or a, ju- a judgment. This is a perspective that I have that he thinks that many rural Americans share. He values our podcast because it seems so open to all viewpoints, which, Brent, you're right, we are. He often thought, he he says, lastly, uh, Ray Lewis, I'd like to apologize to you. He often thought in the past that you got away with murder. And now, after listening and understanding your side of the story, he believes you were innocent. You do a great thing with a great message. He says, good luck to both of us in the future. Brent, thank you so much for pouring so much into your letter to us. And Ray, wow, I mean, this is powerful.
3: I read this, I read this the other day, um, and i'm going to tell Brent something and i'm going to tell everybody something who's listening you know one of the roughest things in life is to ever be called something that you know you're not mm. but the next toughest lesson is to still be called it but you know you're not
2: mm. <laughs>
3: mm. Mm. and and to hear someone heart change You know, I keep telling people, you know, it's you got to watch and follow people's track record. You want to you want to think about what your legacy will be. Follow someone's track record of what they've done in life. And so for Brent to be able to follow me, hear me, know my heart. For Brent to be white. And for me to be black. And him to not let race play an issue. But to simply say, I was wrong. Mm. That's that's Brent. Mm. You took the step that most of our country needs to take. Yes. We 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 can't judge so fast, Doc. Like 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 Brent. All the things you asked to you asked the question that you were talking about the rural neighborhoods. I wanted to address. You you said, why don't they move? <laughs> Brent, let me tell you this. If I lived it, if we could, we would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we would. We would get up and we would change our environment and we would pick our whole family up and we would get out of those areas that's infested with just bad things and bad people.
2: Right. No, Ray, that's this listen, I jumped on that line. I jumped on that line. I'm with you. I I, I first of all, Brent, I cannot also I say enough, I want to second what Ray said about this, to watch your heart change, it's beautiful, to see you throw yourself out there and express this. It's beautiful. I really want to highlight this idea of why can't someone just pick up and move to somewhere else? And I think this is a really this is something I would love for our listeners to hear. There is a concept called white privilege, and I want you to understand what white privilege is. I think a lot of times when people hear white privilege, they think, well, I'm white and I've struggled, and so it's not like my whole life is easy, but that's not what the concept of white privilege is. It doesn't mean that your life's just easy because you're white. You're going to encounter struggles. What it means is there are moments and there are things that we take for granted being white that we cannot have any idea what it's like to otherwise to be a minority to be black if you're white you just don't understand that perspective and uh, i want to gonna highlight something i want to say something about this let's just get a job or something so i used to have a center for people um in uh south lake tahoe california and this guy who was in my group uh, it was this black man was in my group and we were talking about him going for jobs putting in applications for jobs and his wife came in to see me and she said, we went together. She said, we would go in places. I would go in. He would go in. This happened at three places. This was about not even 10 years ago, Ray. And I know it still happens today. Not even 10 mm-hmm. years ago. His wife was white. This man was black. They would go into stores and say, hey, are you hiring? And they would give They would tell him, no, we're not hiring. A moment later, she would walk in. Hey, are you hiring? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's where you figure, fill out the application. That happened at three places in South Lake Tahoe, California, not even 10 years ago. That's just one tiny place. So a lot of times we think, oh, it's it's. Uh, why not just somebody just get a job, just move to a different place? It's not that simple. So whereas mm-hmm. I am blown away in respect and I feel honored, Brent, that you shared this with us, I really want to highlight and address this issue. It's not about just leave, just get a different job. Those opportunities aren't there.
3: Nah, and they're not, Doc. And and they're not, you know, for a lot of neighborhoods, those rural neighborhoods that Brent was speaking about. It's just not. And that's why a bunch of these kids, you know, turn to gain life very quickly because they just don't have that opportunity Brent they just don't have the ability to pick up and change their lives in the middle of the night you know we right. wish they did i mean i i really wish they did but we don't have that opportunity and one of the things that is really interesting that the moment that a kid loses the vision of imagination then his imagination goes to desperation mm. and when you go and when you go from imagination to desperation means your destiny is now at risk now because you have chose the path that does not lead towards your destiny you chose the path that leads towards your survival modes right you, and, you, so, and so
2: but this wait. is which, what you're saying though but this is what i see throughout the prison system like when imagine what you just said probably one of the most powerful things i've heard when imagination goes to desperation, every listener out there knows what it's like in moments to be desperate. And when you're desperate, whether you're desperate for the affection of a loved one, whether you're desperate for, you know, the attention of someone or whether you're a desperate for really your means on how to survive. One of the things you know is desperation makes people do things they wouldn't otherwise do. So for me, Ray, what you just said right there, imagination goes to desperation. And when people are desperate, they do not act from their best selves. That's why this education is so important. What we're talking about is so important.
3: Absolutely, and that's why I think Brent's question, and not even his his, his question, I think his change of heart, just just to even uh, uh, totally admit listen, I didn't, I wasn't raised like that. I had different experiences, right? And sometimes I think we all need to take a step back and look at each other and say, okay, I, I, I wasn't raised like that. So maybe I should look at what he do or what or what they're doing differently. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't take it from just my perspective and say, oh, I know exactly what he's doing. Like it's almost, it's, it's almost mind blowing that someone can look at the same picture than you and say, oh no, he's doing this. Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely you you can you cannot make something that's that's what it is something else. Right. And that's where I think what what I'm saying today from a from an open heart to Brent, man to man, brother to brother, I appreciate you for your honesty. I appreciate you for being open enough to express that you thought I was what one thing. But now, you know, brother, I've never or would never entertain nothing or get involved in nothing that will bring discomfort to me, my family, and and, and most importantly, my God. Mm. That's my life. That's my life, Brent. And that's why it takes a long time sometimes to clear a, a, a bad image that the world throws on you. You may find yourself in it. But that's not necessarily your problem. Most of our problems is that people want to remember our past. But let me challenge you with something. If you ever get up and you put joy in your heart, if you put forwardness in your spirit, if you put willingness in your mindset, if you tell togetherness, you're all I know. Mm. Then you don't have too many things to go backwards for because you got to keep moving forward. So Brent, I thank you today, man, for that message, because your message is what our world need to get to hear now. We all need to come to a conclusion to say, I don't have a right to necessarily judge. I can have an opinion, but I don't have a necessary right to judge. But if I do, then I'm going to be man or woman to come back when I'm proved wrong to say that I'm wrong.
2: Mm. You, you, know, you know what? Brent, we I so appreciate that you listen to this podcast and you get inspired by it. Today, you inspired people. You inspired Ray. You inspired me. You inspire other listeners out there. Because isn't that what it's all about? Learning. I mean, it's really all about learning. It's all we talk about: learning, learning, learning. And to be able to look and say, I thought one way, but now I open my heart and I see things differently. Brent, that's the epitome of a per. That's a pr- the epitome of a human being. That's, that's humility in action. So I definitely appreciate your letter. I appreciate what you said and your process um, and your openness. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to address something else on Fan Friday. So stick with us. We'll be right back.
0: This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered, Is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because state farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local. State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
4: Talk to your local agent today. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.
2: All right, we're back. It's Fan Friday, and uh, we love it, love it, love it, love the questions that we're getting. Uh, We feel inspired by our listeners as much as we are attempting to inspire everybody out there. So we have a question from Mike. Mike wrote in and said, how do you keep from being angry with people when they do the wrong things and you know you're right? That's a simple question, straightforward question. Mike says, how do you keep from being angry with people when they do the wrong things and you know you're right? Well, Mike, I want to jump on this one because, look, here's the thing. First of all, I think... We had a great example from Brent about being humble and open and learning. So I think first and foremost, I always want us to be open. But let's say that you are right. Let's say that you really do hold a truth and that you're right and that others are wrong. My question for you is, when we look at some of the greatest teachers and examples in the history of the world, could you imagine for instance, let's say Jesus, could you imagine Jesus running around and just screaming at everybody that he was right and other people were wrong? Like that's just not going to happen. So if you really have a truth and you want other people to have that truth, wouldn't it be best to find a compassionate, loving, kind way to express and share that truth?
3: Man, listen to me. Listen to me. This is how do you stop from being mad? when you know you're right and you know someone else is wrong mm. right mm. you don't stop to get mad <laughs> you mm. keep going um listen i want to make sure you hear me when i tell you this doc because i don't think people practice it enough you know i took this whole week right and i let i listened to All of these people, Doc. And I listened to a petition to remove my statue and all of these things, Doc. And I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, what should I do? He said, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Mm. And I moved on in less than five seconds. (laughs) I never, Doc, I never (laughs) went I never went back. So when people was, I mean, always people texting me, man, we, I'm in your prayers. I mean, you're in my prayers. You're in my prayers, man. I can't believe they're doing this. they doing that. I say, I say, they doing what? Talking about me? <laughs> they talking about me. Because there's nothing, there's nothing they can do to me. My legacy is set in stone. What I've done, I've already done. But more importantly, where I'm headed, they don't have a clue. Yeah, and most of them will not be along this ride. Man, <laughs> I think we got to get to a point to where, to where we got to stop letting people push our buttons. Because when you know you right, that when you know you right, and somebody just just makes something else look wrong. Oh man, let me tell you something we got to make up our minds very quickly. And I'm going to tell you this quick story, Doc, because I think you will really appreciate this. This coach came in, and forget the names, but this coach came in and he had a problem from day one. He just was going to go off anyway, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes off. And I mean, he's going off on, it was about five of us. And so he's going off. And I'm listening, but only two of us know that what he's saying is not true. (laughs) Like it's a, it's a proven fact that it's not true. Listen to what happened. He said, I want everybody to put their running shoes on. We're going outside to run. Y'all are not getting away with this. Me or him never said he was wrong yet. We knew he was wrong. We got up, we went outside, we ran. He ran us so hard. He ran us so hard. And when we almost was done, when he when he read was ready to be done with us, he was like, give me two more. And I looked at him and said, well, if it don't kill us now, it's only make us stronger. So he's only making me a better athlete. So I'm gonna do them anyway. <laughs> I walked back in there, dog. And he said, everybody meet back in the classroom. I went back in the classroom, Doc. And what he thought he was saying was right. We put it up on the chalkboard. When he turned around, Doc, he was in tears. He was in tears and turned around and said, I'm man enough to say I was wrong. <laughs> wow. And I'm sitting, and we're sitting there the whole time, and so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes don't fight when somebody try to tell you you're wrong when you know you're right, man. Just keep going. Just yep. care, Just run your course. Just run your course. Yeah. Because everybody, there's nobody that wakes up right every day. Right. There's nobody wakes up right every day. Like we all need to take a second. We all need to take a breath. And ask ourselves, before you speak, before you tweet, before you text, all of whatever you want to say, you have to ask yourself if you're right. Right.
2: You're 100 percent. Like this is this is it. And this comes back to Brent's message about that humility and being able to be open to opening your heart. When we open our hearts, when we open our hearts to the possibility of being wrong, that's one that's huge. And second, when we know we're right. We have to think about what is the best way to communicate to others if we are right. And I believe that we look at some of the best teachers in the history of the world that we need to focus on following their example and teach people with compassion. Find ways to show truth through love and compassion, not pounding it in. There is a big difference between being right so that you can prove your ego right and being right so that you can help the world be a better place. And I think when you can really understand the difference between those two, being right just to prove your ego is something and being right because you really want to shine and bring truth to the world. When you understand the difference between those, that's big. Man, look, it's Fan Friday, um, but these issues were super powerful. So so, uh, Brent, thank you. Mike, thank you for writing in. Um, definitely appreciate these questions. Ray, I appreciate your contagious energy because every single time we speak, I feel better.
3: Doc, 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 doc. Listen to me. It's the weekend. I got a little more extra energy. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, seriously, though. Like I'm telling you, doc, life is so incredible. Life is so incredible. Oh, man. And, and 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 that's what I'm challenging people. Chase joy. Joy comes in every morning. Let's take religion out of it. OK, maybe we let's not get into the religion and stuff today. So let's get into life today. Let's get into that. You got you got the choice right now to decide. I'm going to smile the rest of the day. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and have a better day. And I'm going to wake up the next day after that. And I'm going to have an even better day why mm. because I choose to mm. so fa- so fan Friday is happy Friday so go be happy enjoy your weekend go spend some time with some family man and really just rejoice in where you are. I told my I told my groundskeepers today um a guy who works for me well he's just part of my family he's 80 years old Mr. Jake and I always tell him I always tell him this I told him today I said I said pops, you gotta start worrying. I said, we worry so much, but the word says, if, if you're going to pray, why worry? And if you're going to worry, why pray? Because Mm. I guarantee you somebody always got it worse than you guarantee you. Mm. So find joy in your heart and keep carrying on Mm. no matter what you're going through, no matter what people want to say, no matter how they want to paint your picture and tell you who you are and what you're doing and what you're saying and, and, nobody can tell me what I do, what I live, what my heart says, and what my intention is. Nobody mm. but me. Nobody but you can determine that. Mm. So if you don't do nothing else for this weekend, make your intention to make yourself happy and be peaceful. I appreciate you always, baby boy. Oh,
2: I love it. Love your energy. I love how what I get from you, and uh, and I know our listeners do, do do, too. I appreciate you. Have a beautiful weekend, Ray. All right, buddy. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com. You can find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get to all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you can find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. That's 646-762-4432. Look, open your heart. This is powerful. Open your heart. Be open. Because the more open you are, honestly, the more peace eventually you're going to feel because you're going to realize you don't have to be attached to being right and your ego. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, for The Legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Carter.
0: Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.